An independent panel on local government thinks councils are losing trust of their communities and their consultation processes are excluding many people from participating. It comes amid three waters reforms, low voter turnout and concerns about the amount of work needed to tackle climate change. Among the 29 proposals, it recommends lowering the voting age to 16, increasing term limits to four years, and have mana whenua appointees alongside elected Māori ward councillors. I spoke to the chair of the panel, Jim Palmer, about how these ideas might get more people involved in local government. So our draft report today um, identifies a, a number of things which need to be done we recognise local government plays a vital role in contributing to community wellbeing and the world is in which we live is vastly different to what it was 30 years ago and to be fit for the future in the next 30 years, then we think local government needs to be revitalised. What are some of those key parts of revitalisation? Uh, thank you. Um, our country needs a local governance system that's community focused, is citizen centred based on strong relationships and partnerships. There is significant potential within the local government system by revitalizing it, we can support and enable better to better address the 21st century challenges and deliver on community needs. Let's go into this. So proposing that 16 year olds are allowed to vote, why, why that? We've had engagement and we had a really strong uh, feedback through a online survey that we undertook that had nearly 5,000 respondents and the majority of those uh, supported uh, enabling 16 year olds to vote. We've also um, had representations from a group called Make It 16 who in our view provides provided some really compelling reasons why uh, 16 year olds should be able to vote and in our conversations we found uh, they had a an amazing uh, perspective, uh, were really interested in local issues and uh, w- there was a passion to get involved. So uh, we're supportive of initiatives which increase the diversity and encourage people to vote. There's also an interesting take on mana whenua being appointed to sit alongside Māori ward councillors. What's the reason behind that? Yes, uh, there's a broad broad range of recommendations and thoughts within our draft report that we'd love to get feedback on about how do we strengthen an authentic relationship with Hapuiwi Māori. One of those is around how do we supplement existing decision making and uh, we think while we support Māori wards and that they should continue, uh, that helps give effect to uh, responsibilities under Tetiriti. There are matters related to Rangatiratanga and Kawanatanga that uh, we think need to be taken account of and enable mana whenua to have a stronger voice on the issues that impact them. We're suggesting that it shouldn't be a formulaic response to that. Rather, we should be considering what's needed at place. What do Māori wards already exist? Uh, What's the demographics in an area? What are the existing arrangements and relationships in place? And what's the interest of iwi uh, and hapu uh, to join the council table? So it's a more nuanced place-based consideration rather than some nationally imposed formulaic response. So do you think that current councils are failing to take Te Tiriti into account properly? I think uh, all 
all of the local councils that we spoke to have actually made some significant advances in the, in the last decade and more. And there are some really great examples of where partnership is strong and they're doing great work for and on behalf of their community. But they, Hapuiwi Māori and ourselves, think more needs to be done to ensure that that becomes embedded into the way local government thinks. We need to see te ao Māori reflected in, in the way local government operates, ensures that there's inclusiveness, that there is a willingness to partner, and importantly, that there needs to be investment in capacity and capability of local councils that needs to be increased to enable them to discharge their responsibilities effectively. We also need to see a change in the legislative framework, which makes it clearer what are council's responsibilities in respect to giving effect to tetility. So is there a lack of cultural competency at a council level at the moment? Uh, it's highly variable would be our observation. Some, some are doing some amazing things, others recognise they are on a journey and it does require investment. We spoke with 55 iwi and more than 20 hapu uh, through our reviews so far and they themselves would identify that many councils have a long way to go to meeting the proficiency and understanding both of the local context, the history at place, uh, issues related to uh, te ao Māori and the importance and the value that it can bring and also how do you inculcate tikanga into the way in which councils operate. I know that you're asking a couple of questions in this draft report. What what are the ones that you're wanting the most feedback on? Well, our draft report, and we've signalled our draft report, is actually not a draft of our final report, but rather it, it's a it's a provocation. It it identifies some draft recommendations, but it poses a number of questions. And the breadth of our review has been such that we really want to explore and tease out a number of areas further before we consider those responses as part of our final report. The areas that are particularly interested, um, we're interested in feedback on the whole report, of course, but things that, are, that we haven't uh, landed in a place in terms of structure, uh, we're, we're quite, we've provided some ideas and principles and suggestions about what examples of structure could be, but we're looking for further feedback on those principles before we advance that, recognising that one size doesn't fit all. We're also very interested in feedback about how does central government and local government need to partner into the future to have a more sustainable, effective relationship that draws on the strengths and resources of each for the benefit of communities. We're also keen to explore further what are the roles and uh, responsibilities that local government should undertake vis-a-vis central government. And at this stage, while we've, again, we've got some ideas and prompts and questions, we're interested in exploring that, particularly uh, with subsidiarity as a, with decision-making being made as close to uh, communities as possible, being one of the fundamental tenets of uh, future consideration of roles and responsibilities. Do you think you're going to get buy-in from people on this proposal? I mean, the incumbents are going to have potentially no interest in in changing the system because that's what's got them there. Uh, Yeah, we're, we're, we're thinking about what does the system need to be in 30 years' time? And we are proposing a range of changes. Now, now some of them, they're, they're actually underway in local government to varying extents, and we encourage 
local government and councils to continue doing that. We would note, though, that, that some of them are going to be challenging and there are going to be some quite strong conversations needed about how do we, how do we progress this. I think important point to make is that our review is just that, a review. It's not a reform proposal. So post our review, there will be opportunities for councils and others to think about how do we progress to the future and position ourselves strongly and, and how do we do that in a way that is both uh, sustainable and uh, secures buy-in across the country. Councillors often say that the chief executives are the most powerful people in local government. What needs to change there? Well, um, we, we think we've, we've got a strong focus on uh, citizen-led democracy and strengthening democracy and having a more inclusive community as part of decision making. We make a strong play for increased participative and deliberative models of democracy, which give more power to people to be able to make and contribute to decision making. So we, we're actually um, thinking about the, the notion that councils of the future should be facilitators of local decision making, not the holders of local decision making. So there is a there is a power shift between council and community in terms of between council and the executive. Our report talks about the need for strong relationships, uh, alignment in terms of objectives, and uh, uh, a willingness to work. And when, and our experience has shown that when the executive of councils and the elected members of council are aligned. They can do some awesome things on behalf of community. Are councils excluding their communities through the democratic process? We think there is a need to strengthen uh, democracy and, and right across the world. So yes, yes, and, and they're excluding communities in, in the democratic process there's an opportunity for them to be more inclusive. I don't think they deliberately exclude, but we see potential for them to include to a far greater extent. You've also got this long list. It's about, what is it, 29 recommendations. What do you think is the most important one? What is the one that you want to see get across the line? Um, from our point of view, Clearly, all of the recommendations are important, and and at the moment they're proposed recommendations, and it won't be until we get to our final report. What we've signalled quite clearly is that there is no one single solution to to solving the challenges that local government face, and it's you know there is no uh, silver bullet. It's more a case of silver buckshot. So how do we you know? And we see there's a high interdependence of our recommendations. So um, implementing one of any one of those recommendations without consideration and addressing the others is unlikely to see the nature and extent of change that we need to see in the system that supports local government. So in a perfect world, you need all proposed recommendations to make it through to actually see meaningful change in this space. We, we would love there to be strong support for the recommendations and the Minister has actually made it very clear to us that uh, she would love future governments of whichever colour they are to take the recommendations of this report forward and consider those. To that end, we have made sure we've kept other parties of Parliament 
uh, informed of the progress and of uh, the thinking of the panel as we've progressed through our review, and we expect that to continue up until the time of our final report. There are some recommendations that just won't be supported by potentially a national government. Uh, and ultimately that will be for them to comment on. And uh, I think, you know, we, we, are, we have an understanding that there will be different perspectives and the, and the new government will come uh, with a manifesto and an approach that uh, is approach um, that uh, speaks to what they see as important. And we accept that our recommendations are just that. Uh, we hope that a future government will take them, uh, will reflect on them seriously and um, implement those that uh, are aligned with their policy intents. Is it possible to fix local government? Uh, I think I, local government isn't broken. So I'd make that as a first point. The, the the opportunity in our report is how do you... But only a third of us just voted, so is that not indicative of a somewhat wonky or broken system? It's it's indicative that there's low interest in... in uh, Voting uh, that may that may reflect their interest in local government, and and we know that local government is the layer closest to community, and probably a lot of what uh, communities receive is taken for granted by by people. But local government plays a fundamental role in uh, in communities, and we would love to see a strengthened, more inclusive. Uh, participation in local government and that's why many of our recommendations are focused on how do we broaden representation, how do we broaden participation, how do we get people excited about local government and the difference it can make in their community.